Hello and welcome to Listening Stories Untold. I hope you're all doing well and staying safe. This is a platform where we discuss about everything from mental health to the law of attraction. So feel free to join the community. If you need mental health support, text me right away. Our guest for today, as she likes to be called is G, a beautiful mindset coach. She also does tarot readings, which I find very fascinating. So can you tell us more about your journey of becoming a mindset coach and a spiritual teacher? Absolutely. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. As you mentioned, I am a mindset coach and spiritual teacher. And basically my journey has evolved. I grew up in a home that was always very woo-woo and spiritual. And I had the freedom to explore this world on my own terms. But it wasn't until 2011 when my dad was diagnosed with brain cancer that I really dived deep into exploring what it meant with me and the relationship I wanted to have with God. And when I refer to God, I mean God, universe, angels, whatever your truth is, is fine. And basically it led me on a journey and I discovered so many things about myself, about my connection to the divine and the fact that God, universe, angels, source energy lives within us. And if we align with that energy, we can project it onto the world and design and co-create the life that we desire. So it holds a very special place in my heart and my relationship with God is very sacred to me. And I remind myself every day to connect with it. So there doesn't need to be a big ticket item in your life experience. Like for me, it was the moment where my dad had brain cancer that I reflected on life and the meaning that I wanted life to have to me. But it doesn't have to be that for you. It can be just this moment, you witnessing this and realizing that life doesn't have to mean what others tell you it means. You can decide for yourself what it means to you. The way you talked about projecting the energy to outside, like your energy right now is lifting me up so much that I'm just smiling for Uh, (laughs) nothing. Bless you, bless you. Thank you. And also you described yourself as a light worker on your website. So who is a light worker and how can we find out if we are one of them? I love this question because the way I describe this is that we are all light workers. If we believe that we come from the one source and that one source is God and don't get caught up with the word God, you don't get wet by the word water. Okay. So whatever you choose to call it, But God is essentially light, love, energy, okay? So if we are of that light, love, energy, and we will return to that light, love, energy, that means that I embody that light, love, energy right now. So imagine yourself as a lighthouse. A lighthouse doesn't have to question whether it is the light. It just is the light, okay? It can deny itself. It can never turn on its bulb if it chooses to because it has free will, but You always embody that light within you because it is who you are. So we are all light workers. Those who identify as light workers, especially in the spiritual community, they are just people who have decided that because they are light and that is what they are, that is the absolute truth, that they're going to use that to share it with others. So think of the lighthouse that projects its light outwards. It doesn't matter who sees the light. It is designed for the ships on the ocean to see the lighthouse but it doesn't say only this boat can see my light or only this ship can see my light. It is there for everyone. And that's my job. That's your job. That's all our roles that we are here projecting the light. And it really doesn't matter who receives the light. The idea is that it is available to everyone. 
and everyone is on their own journey, just like those ships are on their own journey, and they can decide whether they want to connect and receive the light or whether they're going to deny it. But it is within each of us, and it's to remind us all that it lives within each of us. That was like so, so powerful. So like I've always heard people say like there, I believe that there are a lot of myths around the law of attraction and some people just think that it's just like a woo-woo stuff and you just say what you want and you just get it, right? And they say do less work, you don't need to put in more effort. So there is a course, there is a program that you have, be more, do more and ask for more. I want like Mm -hmm. more insights about it because that fascinated me. Okay, so all the laws of the universe exist whether we believe them or not, whether we believe them or not. So the same way the law of gravity exists and all the other laws of the universe. So the thing is that the the law of attraction is always working whether you believe it or not. Okay, so if it is happening regardless of whether we believe it or not, why not align with it? Why not use it to our advantage? So I created a course called Allow More. And the idea is to be more, do more, have more. And that's because people call it attracting. And what that usually assumes in people's subconscious mind is that I am attracting something that isn't already me, okay? But I don't see the laws of the universe that way. Instead, I see if I am connected to the infinite supply, I am always connected to everything. That's how energy works, okay? I am always connected to the vibratory frequency of everything that exists on this planet and beyond. Therefore, there is nothing that isn't of me, okay? So instead of thinking I need to attract what isn't, why don't I not just allow what already is, okay? And that already, just by making that tiny shift in your mind, you have reprogrammed your subconscious to offer less resistance. And that's the only thing that's stopping you from your dreams. It's the resistance that you are offering that makes you think that it is outside of you, that makes you think that it is hard, that makes you think that you have to do all of this work that other people have told you not to do. Now, part of the law of the universe and the laws of the universe and the law of attraction is that we need to make sure that we take intuitive action. But alignment precedes the intuitive action. You aren't just going to sit on your bed and ask for the things you want and they're going to come to you because that's not how the laws of the universe work, right? Instead, you're going to... Make sure that you're in a place of alignment. You do that through meditation. You do that through doing activities that bring you joy. You do that through EFT tapping and all these other spiritual practices. And once you get into a place of alignment, you ask and not so much ask, you declare to the universe exactly what you want to come to the realization of in the physical realm. We don't ask for something that we don't believe is already ours. Instead, we need to say, I am happy now. I am abundant now. I am filled with joy. I am projecting that love to the world and it's being received. And when I make that declaration, the universe responds with yes. Yes, you are. Yes, you do. Yes, you have. So then what happens is I receive all of these gut feelings to take action. All right. So all of a sudden I'm called to call up a certain person and that leads to a book deal. And all of a sudden I'm called to write a certain post and that leads to people signing up to my course. And then I'm called to do this podcast with you. And then that leads to people receiving my love online. Okay. So I'm taking that intuitive action and then I'm realizing everything that is already mine. So if you want more information, I can send you a link for allow more. It's all about allowing more of the things that you want into your experience and to realize that they are already yours. 
I would love to put the link in the description. So do send me that. And I also loved how you explained the alignment part of it and the inspired action, how they are linked. So you also posted once on your social media about what is shadow work. And it was like a very detailed post. So can you just give us a quick recap because I really like the shadow work thing and people have like a lot of myths about it as well. And how can we start doing it? Amazing. So as you said, it is a complex topic because it's something that is, there are so many layers. So if I were to simplify it, I would use a metaphor. So think of what a shadow is. If I'm standing here and so I have this light in front of me, imagine this as the sun, then the shadow is behind me. The shadow is what is, um, a byproduct of me, my body. Yeah, if it weren't for my body, that shadow wouldn't exist. So think of shadow work the same. Me, the body is the resistance, right? Is the resistance experience. It's the experience that felt and brought on discord, okay? Brought on discomfort. And because of that, it has then led to a shadow. Now the shadow, shadow are things in our experience that stop us from living to our full potential. They can feel uncomfortable, okay? Now, I would highly recommend you watch my video on shadow work because it goes for a long time and it really covers in depth the layers of shadow work. But if you were to just try to recognize where shadows exist in your life, I would say, what part of yourself do you feel like isn't good enough, that doesn't speak up enough, that hasn't met certain expectations that you imposed on yourself or that others imposed on you? Where do you feel like you're fixating? What are you addicted to? What do you avoid? Where are you avoiding? What kind of relationships do you get into that provide unhealthy habits? So anything that doesn't feel like comfort, because the truth is, is that one thing I don't like about the spiritual community is people fixate on the idea of healing. And the idea of healing is that I am not already whole, that I am not already of the divine, that I came into this world broken. When I came into this world, exactly the opposite to that. To that. I came into this world divine. And the only reason I'm not feeling divinity in my body right now is because I have denied it. I have resisted it. I have added all of these shadows and layers to my experience that make me feel like I need to be healed. But in fact, I am a divine body. And all I need to do is observe those things. I don't even need to do the inner work as much as I need to observe and realize that they're there. Think of what you're avoiding. Think of the conversations that are toxic. Think of the relationships, relationships that aren't serving. Think of the things that you're addicted to. Just observe them and then make a conscious effort to shift away from them. And when you do that, then you can start releasing a lot of these shadows. I love your views, like how you're so bold about, and that is like the truth because we have to just feel the embodiment of the emotions and that we already hold. So that was like a lovely message. But is there anything more that you want to share to the audience that people should know in this time? Again, this is a loaded question because I could give you advice for days. If you've ever immersed yourself in my content, you'll realize that I love to project ideas that stretch you to a place of expansion because that is what we're here for. Now, if I were to say one thing to you and nothing else in the whole world, it's that you are love. And I don't just mean the love that you feel in your heart. I'm talking absolute love. And that absolute love, that means that you are connected to everything and everyone. And any person that triggers you, any person that brings you a sense of discomfort is showing you one of two things. One, it's a mirror of yourself and the parts within you that you need to observe and then move through. And number two, it's showing you what they're projecting, what they feel within them. 
everything is either an act of love or a call for love, okay? An act of love or a call for love. People either show you their love because that's what's, what's within them and that's what they're mirroring from you or they're calling for love. So if someone hurts you or says something offensive or says something mean or does something that brings you discomfort, that is a call for love, okay? Because only love is real. So anything that doesn't align with love is the resistance to love. There is no such thing as darkness. There is no such thing as evil. There is only the resistance to love. Because if we believe that we come from the one absolute, therefore only anything that exists within that absolute can be real, right? So a lot of people talk about shadow work and don't align it with God. A lot of people talk about their ego and say that it's not of God, but that's simply not true because it exists within the absolute energy field. So therefore it has to be of God in some way. It's more about what relationship it has to God. So if you're going to take anything from this, I want you to reflect on what you feel your relationship is with the divine and what role it plays in your life. And the best way to do that is a quick journal practice. Write it down. What would God say to me about this? What do I think about this on my conscious mind? What led to those beliefs through society and conditioning? But what would God say to me? And what is the new belief that I'm going to choose to reprogram in my subconscious mind and move forward as though I believe it? I love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much, G, for taking this time out. I'm very grateful for that. And thank you so much, listener, for tuning into today's episode. If you want to contact G, you can find the links in the description and some additional resources as well. And have a great week ahead.